Welcome, my slimy babies, to the greasiest radio show ever howled out of jowls. It's your big-time, crime-loving, slime daddy, Wolf the Dog. I like to cover myself in my own saliva constantly to protect myself from the powers of other dimensional beings. And cause I think it smells just right. I am slipping and sliding at you live from 694.2 PTBP, the slimiest, grimiest, bad rhymiest radio station this side of the Great Atlantic Salt Lake. Did y'all know that there's a thing this old wolfie would love for you to do right now? Well, there is. Write a five-star review of this show on Apple Podcasts. Oh, are you on a computer or an android? Before you boo-hoo, look around you. Someone is using an iPhone. Ask if you can review the show on their phone. If they ask why, tell them. And maybe I'll read your review, like I'm about to read this one here from D-Town Pods, entitled, only about halfway through, D-Town Pods writes, I dug in my discarded electronics box until I found my old iPhone so I could review this show on the most important platform for a podcast success. If you're a fan of the Glass Cannon podcast and the last podcast on the left, this show will hit every switch you could possibly want it to. The best actual play I've listened to. (laughs) Nice to meet you, phone. I'm Wolf the Dad. The only phone I know how to operate is the old-timey rotary ones. I like sticking my finger in them and never pulling out. Hard to reach folks that way, though. I just rely on the way that my voice can penetrate all dimensions and times. Can't everyone do that too? But uh, thanks for the compliment, D-Town. But I'd appreciate it if more of these reviews talked a little bit more about little old me. I'm starting to feel unloved. Well, there's time for love making. Then there's time for news making. It is the news right now. Last time, Pastor Adam Kane showed up on the four-wheeler with the radio and Agent Trent Chad in the body of Salem the Cat. Fucking sick, am I right? Also, Casey Kristoff was, and still is, holding Carrie Page's hostage with a pistol aimed at the back of her head. She hollered out, bubblegum tree to the boys, confirming their identity as the beautiful soul of Drew Andrews. Unfortunately for these boys, though, Keith Vigna tripped and slid face first down into the muddy basin that was once Bean's Pond, though he did pop up in time to shatter one of the glass tubes on the odd-looking radio. However, that was the last move taken before Pastor Adam Kane smashed a residue-filled fish onto his strange helmet. Greenlighting the green light and sending the three PCs into a reality of their deepest regrets. When they came to, Agent Trent Cat had disarmed John Lee Pettymore, Clark Bishop was about to trip into the mud bowl, and Keith Vigna was being dragged by Daddy Kane toward the impassable metal plate, which began to slide open. I swear to me, we better find out what's behind this fucking door before I premiere next week's brand new track, which most assuredly will not be Kudzu with no backbone. Luke's internet sucks, the world sucks, the world's always sucked, but what doesn't sucks, what doesn't sucks is hanging out with my friends and playing like we're other people. It doesn't sucks. It's nice, actually. Let's get right into it. Clark Bishop, it's your turn. What Hold do you on, do? let me, uh, can I share my screen real quick? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I expected to happen. <laughs> but it should have been. 
Do you have the ability to? I guess is a question I should ask. Let's have see. I given you the ability host to? Host disabled participant screen sharing. Oh, actually, Joe Terry is the host because I love oh, this. Oh, right. Yeah. Huh. So we ain't going to see shit. <laughs> All right. Clark Bishop, it's your turn. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> That's really uh, not that important. So We didn't think it was. No shit. <laughs> I know you were excited to see what it was and and probably learned something but <laughs> I think I think it's open now. <laughs> okay, good. I swear to god if it's a top list, if it's a top 10 list from classic nope, rock. It's just lots com. of this. <laughs> Is it normal to pee it's and poop at the same so time? So much worse what he's than Googled. I Well, no, what he googled was poopy. No, I googled pee <laughs> and poop at oh, the same okay, time. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> Pee and poop at same time. <laughs> yeah, is what we're getting here. Hey, you have four uh, messages a, in your Reddit inbox. Why don't you go look at those? It's all uh, like Why don't you look trending at those on right now. This is very slow. Yeah, we might be tempting fate by having you load. Yeah, that let's, uh, so let's just get back Why to are we it. doing oh, this? Yeah. yeah, Luke's internet has been crapping out for the past what hour and forty five minutes while we've been trying to record. <laughs> well, yeah. also yeah, like three oh months. guys. Yeah, yeah, ever since <laughs> forever. Oh boy. Okay. You know what was more fun than this was recording in person and hanging out with friends. <laughs> Dude, I wish we could do that. All right, Clark Bishop, it is your turn. What do you do? Do you remember what happened to me last time? Of course I do. I was running the game. You came back to reality and you were looking oh, across this. Oh, there goes gravity. Uh, he's so mad, but he won't give up that easy is what Casey Kristoff seems to be saying with the gun that's still pointed in the back Mom's of spaghetti. Carrie Page's head. There's spaghetti nowhere as far as you can tell, but the muddy basin that was Bean's Pond does kind of look like a spaghetti bowl that has been finished, mm. but the sauce is still kind of hanging out in the bottom of the bowl as it is filled with a liquid soil so mud have, are we get there and then also agent trent cat is on the ground next to john lee pettymore the thirth with the gun that john was just holding and the clip is like out the magazine he's the, the cat I roll is like to contest that trying to get it out well no so you weren't in this reality for two rounds and in the first round uh, the cat made it up the hill, and then the second round rolled an ot one. Smart move, <laughs> cat. Yeah, uh, that was that ot one was for. Last you should time. stop using your one dice. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And it so, hardly seems fair. It's just a <laughs> ping pong ball with the one written on it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Oh, and also, Keith Vigna is being dragged in a half-Nelson toward the impassable metal plate on the ground in the middle of this muddy basin, and that metal plate, aka the door at Bean's Pond that you've been making your way toward basically this entire arc, is opening as he approaches. I was mostly getting that during my secret time, I rolled over my power, so I had to I had to physically move to go do something. Did I end up somewhere different in this world? Oh, yeah, that's fun. Uh, roll a dexterity check right off the bat. You're still going to have to act out what you were doing there, but if you fail this dexterity roll, you will fall down into the muddy basin. I pass. Okay, then you are like teetering on the edge and your toes kind of like curl over within the shoes and the mud kind of slips out from underneath you, but you can gain enough balance to stay atop on the edge of this. What would you call that? Precipice. Oh! Nice. Precipice and poo at the same time. Press and piss. Clark Bishop, what do you do? I guess I'm keeping the intro. (laughs) (laughs) Keith is being dragged into the now open door. Do I still have my shot lined up on Adam? Uh, You wouldn't get the plus 20 bonus because you were looking at a different world. Okay. And Adam is the one showing me a Ryan Gosling movie? That is correct. He's your teacher in an inner city school. Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I want to take a shot at him. Okay. Don't hit me, please. <laughs> That's my only debate. Do I maybe say something first? We all watched Hamilton this weekend, so we know 
we know you're not going to miss your shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are you going to throw away your shot or are you going to take I'm, a shot? Take I'm a shot, not going to gonna take, throw take, away take, my take, shot. Take a shot. I'm taking a shot at Adam. I knew yeah. I was getting it wrong. <laughs> we, I was going to let it happen, but then I decided not to. You're at a negative 20 for firearms in order to not hit Keith Vigna unless you want to roll at a normal and then I'll roll uh, a chance that you hit him. Did that make any sense? Uh, I don't. I don't know. That didn't make sense to me, so I'll start over. <laughs> I'm just like my country. I'm young, friendly, and horny. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> just like and my I'm country. not gonna throw away my shot. <laughs> I'm young, friendly, and full of cum. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first draft. <laughs> he, he, he revised that one. <laughs> He's playing it. <laughs> Lynn Manuel's playing it for the Obamas. Like, so what do you think? Uh, Michelle's like, the I horny have one part? note. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm taking a negative 20. That puts my firearms at 60. Here we go. I do not pass. It's a 91. Shoot. As soon as you fire, it releases a held action, which means that in combat, someone can decide during their turn that as soon as this thing happens, I will take my action. And you immediately hear a gunshot ring out. And you see the gun at the back of Carrie Page's head. No. And the hand holding that gun fucking explodes. And there's just a nub on the end oh, of this yes. forearm of Casey Kristoff as he screams like, oh, hey, dude, not man, oh, shit, man. Holy and the shit. gun falls to the ground. Drew Carey, Carey Pages, inside out, whatever the fuck you want to call Carey Andrews, gets up and just fucking elbows him right in the face and grabs the gun. Yeah. Bubblegum tree! <laughs> yes, dude. Bubblegum tree. Bubblegum tree. You do not know where this shot was fired from, and it is John Lee Pettymore the Third's turn. Oh my god! Yeah, I'd like to overpower the cat to get my <laughs> ammo back. John, when you look down at this cat, it is looking at you with both fear and necessity and want. Since it's an FBI agent in a cat's body, can I persuade it? Absolutely. It's just trying to get this clip away from you, and so it's with its mouth, and then with its paw, it's trying to like move your uh, your your gun through the mud. I hold my hand out like palm first. Hold on there. Listen, you're in law enforcement. I was what I once was once might have been considered law enforcement. Now Adam Kane over there probably told you he could get your body back. But really, he just wants to open a portal to the past and fuck everything else and, like, take it for himself. The whole world. That's my working theory. So if you give me that ammo back, I can stop him and I can help you get your body, which totally still exists. <laughs> Roll Persuade. Does his body exist? I don't remember. To what totally. Totally. <laughs> I mean, depending on the time of day, it might still be Fuck. around. Oh, that's a really good point. 73 on a 60. What happened to his body? I don't remember. He was killed in the fish tank room. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That's right. Doug Jacobs in the body of Agent Trent Chad. Yeah. This cat continues to back away from you and immediately with one of its paws begins filling the bottom of your pistol with mud. So where the magazine would normally go, it's it's yeah, throwing dirt yeah. and mud and rocks in there. This guy doesn't know anything about guns. Bullets go there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about me, and I was like, oh, could it? Could he still fire like that? I don't so believe so. <laughs> <laughs> it's just mud bullets, then. Yeah, you can you can shoot anything out of a gun if you put it in the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keith Vigna, you're being dragged backwards through the mud by Pastor Adam Kane in a Ryan Gosling film. <laughs> um, Hold. Okay, quick question. When So one of my arms is up like this, I guess? He's got you underneath your arms with his palms on the back of your neck. That'd be a full Nelson, right? Oh, sorry. Then twice a uh, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> okay, so it is a full Nelson. So okay. Yeah, he's got you in a full Nelson. I'm just going to like try to drop like dead weight and try to like flip him over me. Okay, sounds good. Roll unarmed combat against Pastor Adam Kane, who succeeds with a 37 on a 40. God damn it. 
He is grabbing his camera. And he is showing us an 88. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. (laughs) You drop dead weight and a strength that only comes from a man who is getting revenge for the death of his entire family comes through Pastor Adam Kane as he lifts you completely up off the ground and gripping somehow through this mud, he just dives backwards into... The square hole. Oh no. Oh fuck. Into whatever is past this door. And Keith, you see a square of light ahead of you as you fall. You guys hear, this won't bring your family back! And then you all hear a thump. And the door begins closing. <laughs> and when I say the door is closing, it is this metal plate that is just, it has slid completely uh you know parallel to the ground horizontal if you will and it is now sliding back the other way shut indiana jones this shit that might be the only way and with that it is pastor adam kane's turn and i need thomas and joe to take their headphones off (laughs) don't kill me Luke, you see this light above you as you land with a thud on top of Pastor Adam Kane. Your back lands on him, and he hits his head and gets knocked out. Straight up. Yes! <laughs> is it lit other than the light from the hole? No, the only thing is the, the light from above. And you are just in there. It's basically concrete, four concrete walls with a concrete floor. And on one of the walls, you see that there is a circle that is made of, like, the same metal that the door was made out of. Just a circle? Yep, just a circle. Just like there was a square above you. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks like an impassable metal plate, but it's a big circle instead of a big square. (laughs) Oh, first, take two damage from the fall. How many hit points did you have? I have 10, and, well, I had 10, now I have 8. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. Okay, I uh, see that he's knocked out. Can I search him for any weapons? Uh, yeah, he doesn't have any weapons on him. He just is wearing this helmet. And when you're kind of, like, searching all over him, he really he, he didn't have a weapon on him. But this helmet, the light is neither red nor green. And you see that the back, there's some glass. And it's shattered. The tubes have shattered as he fell. Okay, I want to take that off of him and put it on myself. I want to approach the circle. There's nothing on it, no writing or anything. No writing, no nothing. I just want to put my hand on it. Casey Kristoff screams, Oh, man, oh, no, God, oh, man. And immediately gets on his knees and puts his one hand and one forearm up in the air. And Carrie Pages gets behind him. Okay, now that the roles have been reversed, you will do the same as I did, which was nothing. Please do not move. Clark Bishop, it is your turn. I want to be running toward the door, but scanning the perimeter for the other shooter okay so do first a dexterity or athletics at a negative 20 i'm doing dex and i fail yeah i fail as you're like running down the hill there's just too much bounce in trying to like keep your balance and you're not going to be able to roll uh search or alertness to try to see where the shot was coming from and as you're going down you you trip on a rock and you kind of slip, do one of those banana peel slips, and you fall right on your ass, and uh, mud begins piling up as you're sliding down in your crotch area. <laughs> you know how, how mud might do that? This is the worst time to look so uncool. <laughs> I know. You look very silly. <laughs> and you got brown crotch. It's just all muddy down there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. Good turn. John yeah. Lee Pettymore, what do you do? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> 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 A- 
and you shit your pants and you pee a little. <laughs> Everybody starts screaming at you. Holy shit, Clark, did you shit your pants? The whole town of contention is somehow they, back they alive and watching. Yeah. <laughs> They're all holding hands. This <laughs> wasn't the actual reality. They're all watching you. You see <laughs> your parents standing before you and they are pointing. It's hands, hands around Bean's Pond. <laughs> So John is being a good Midwesterner and he's both like averting his eyes from (laughs) Clark, but also just mouthing like, oh my God, (laughs) as he's, as he's just running for the door. Okay. Give me a dexterity or athletics. 50 on a 55 dex. 50 on a 55 dex. Anything else? Uh, no, he's really trying not to look <laughs> at Clark. <laughs> Thanks for not looking at me, John. <laughs> you make it to the metal door as it completes its closure. And as soon as you get there, you slide up in this mud to once again, an impassable metal plate, a metal door buried in the ground. A critical success would have gotten you there. That or trying to put something in it to Indiana Jones it were your only options. That's the kind of game do you want to play here, Zach? <laughs> I have it written in my notes. <laughs> that we can only critical success or Indiana Jones it. It literally says it slides shut during that round and they have to crit or do something cool to get in. Nice. So essentially, I did something yeah. cool. I helped out a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I was modest, damn it. Uh, okay. Can I start pawing at this door in front of yeah, me? Yeah, you can. And pawing at the mud behind you is Agent Trent Cat, which has followed you down into the basin and is now at the radio and is on top of it. I slam my fists on the door in the mud and say, Why, Keith, why? (laughs) Okay, so you're... I'm pounding on the door and I'm screaming Adrian and not looking at Joe. Hello, hello. I was reading about Seth Putnam. As soon as you... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who that is. He's the lead singer of Anal Cunt. Okay. So <laughs> as, as you're in this room, you put your hand up against this circular metal plate on the wall, and the door above you finishes closing and then as soon as it's finished closing you hear banging from above and you hear John Lee Pettymore the third screaming why Keith why damn it Keith I'm sorry we couldn't get to you or something like that I wish that I could have helped aid you on your role that you failed <laughs> I assume <laughs> or you could have tried harder Yes, he could have tried harder is what I... <laughs> Would he be able to hear me if I talked? Yeah, but as soon as that door closes and you hear this noise, the the circular plate right ahead of you that mm-hmm. you have your hand on begins opening from the middle. It's doing that cool like... Oh, where it's like... Spiral. Spirally, open. like... Yeah, it's cool looking. Neat. Yeah, it's very neat. I'm going to yell up. Hey... There's a, a door. Doors opening up down here. Can you hear me? You motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> John, as you're banging on this door, you hear a voice from the other side. Hey, can you hear me? Is that the ghost of my friend? I'm I'm alive. Lay still, restless spirit. I'm I'm alive still. I John. Uh, I landed on I landed on the pastor. He's knocked out. And, uh, I'm I'm good. You didn't get sent back in time. No, but there's a, a door. The pastor's not Silas Cole. He uh, broke my fall with his body and head, and uh, the helmet got a little smashed. Well, 
So there's no light on, and well, the tubes is broken, but I am wearing it. Nothing's happened yet. <laughs> oh, well, maybe take that off. Let's just count our blessings that he's knocked out and it's broken. I've avoided one head trauma already. I'd like to avoid any in the future, so I'm going to keep it on. Do you think after all the modifications to that thing, it still functions for its original intended like safety purposes? I don't know. Hopefully I don't need to find out, but the tube's broken, so I don't think it's going to be working anyway. There's a door down there? Yeah, just open. As soon as that one that you're on shut, this one opened up. It's like a circle. I'm about to go in it. I just wanted you guys to let you guys know that I'm safe. As wait, safe as wait, I can be, wait I for us. I don't know. How, I, let me survey my surroundings and see how many feet I think down I am from you. You're a beans, right? I'm about, I would say, 10 feet from that door, and I don't know how to open it up. Are you a beans or are you not a beans? I'm a freaking Keith Beans, baby. Well, then think real hard about this door and open it for us. Is the room I'm in small enough to, like, do this up, you know? He is currently <laughs> trying... He's he's doing what a, a person who can't swim thinks swimming is. <laughs> I think is what he's doing with his arms currently. Like, uh, I want to, like, press my arms and legs up against the wall and try yeah, to climb up it's it. A, it's a little bit... It's about six feet across. Uh, yeah. I'd probably hurt myself doing that anyway, so It'd be really good. difficult. You can try if you want. I think I'm stuck down here. Wish me luck, I guess. Should I... What do you think I should do with Adam? He's passed out. Should I... Just leave him Ask here. Ask him how he opened the door. What? Well, he's pat. He's unconscious right now, and I like kind of nudge him with my foot. Is there any reaction? I'm not telling you. He does not what? seem he's... to be awake. Yeah, no, there's no reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's he's out cold. Should... I'm gonna leave him here unless you think I should kill him. Oh, you should kill him. <laughs> Is no. Clark there? Keith. <laughs> Keith, kill him now. Well, what kill if we, him. we need information from him? Uh-uh, no. Clark, <laughs> Clark kill can you him. Hear me? I mean, I, I, I'm Clark. less we left. I'm way far away. I think at this point, you've you've at least watched. You've, you've seen me screaming at the door. <laughs> Clark, as you as you finally decide to stand, uh, you're well aware of the stain on your pants, but you're looking over and you can see that uh, this cat is on top of the radio and is violently pointing one paw at the broken tube and pointing the other paw at John Lee Pettymore the third. But John is, you know, on top of this metal plate, either banging on it or yelling through it. So Clark! Clark! Keith, Keith are, are you are you down there? You, you all right? Clark, Keith's down there. He landed on top of Pastor Adam Kane, and he's got him knocked out silly. And he wants to know if he should just leave what him before he, he moves on to the next door or if she should kill him. I oh. said kill him, right? Do you have your gun on you down there? I look around. Is my gun down here with me? At this moment, Clark Bishop, you hear a... Oh. And looking at the stump at the end of one of the forearms, Casey Kristoff, enough blood has splattered up out of this forearm that his eyes just kind of go wobbly and then the rest of his body weebles wobbles but it definitely falls down and he just kind of like passes out on his side and Carrie Pages looks at you guys and does a shrug I mean we weren't paying attention to him anyway so I'm just saying (laughs) that's what the listeners see asshole do I have my gun on me down here uh yeah I was thinking about uh you know just leaving him out knocked out but if he comes to I don't want him to attack me John thinks I should kill him what do you think I don't know about killing him because I'd like to know what he knows about all this what was okay. his plan I'm gonna like shoot him in the foot we so can he can't chase from me his how about acolytes. that he can probably heal with his dark lord kill him I'm gonna fuck leave him what but... he, fuck what he knows we can ask his fucking wife what he knew oh <laughs> <laughs> we can ask we can ask his second in command what he knew. You know what I mean? Kill that fool. I'm going to like do this with my shoulders to cover my ears and like what'd you do? I'm going to do this with one ear and then the other one I'm going to do that. He's currently he's sticking one and then finger I'm gonna in shoot one him ear in the foot. 
And then he's covering his other ear with his shoulder while holding the gun with the shoulder covered yeah. weird arm. <laughs> and then one finger in my ear. All right. And where are you shooting him? In the foot. <laughs> <laughs> Kerpow. Damn it, Keith, at least take both feet. Do I hit him? <laughs> we, we hear the gunshot from up top. Uh-huh. K- Keith, did you did you did you kill him? No, I I shot him in the foot cuz if he comes to then he won't chase me. He'll or at least not uh well. Not not speedily. Yeah. Exactly. Shoot him in both feet. I shoot him in the other foot. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a decent chance now of bleeding out. This is what we call an elegant <laughs> compromise, gentlemen. <laughs> All right, let me roll some dice. This is this is uh... a. <laughs> right. Also, after I shoot him in the other foot, I want to like put his feet up on the wall so they're elevated, so they don't bleed as much. <laughs> what the fuck? God damn it, guys! That's we, incredible. We have to kill him. <laughs> Okay. Do you think anything he knows is going to help us save the town? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want a, one more Very much body so. on my conscious. I really, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that Adam uh, is on the right track and we can use it for our purposes and not bad ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, not his bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keith. What are you doing? I'm going through that hole. I step over the threshold into where... Is it dark? Or can I see... What what do I see? As soon as this one opens, there's light coming from down. And on the other side of this circular entrance, there are metal ladder rungs that are going down. And there's light coming from down. Okay, I peek my head back through the hole and... Uh, I say, sleep tight, and then I go down the ladder. (laughs) Okay, and when you make it down uh, the ladder rungs, you are standing on top of a metal mining elevator, and it's got a door on the top that swings open that you can jump down into the elevator. I swing it open, and I jump down into the elevator. And you, uh, there's a button there that you can control, like a power strip looking thing that hangs from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. I press it uh, down on it. And you start. <laughs> Is this good? And you stop. Basically, this whole way down, it was just uh, rock was around you. And where there would be one of the metal cage walls, there just was opening to the rock. So you could reach out and touch the rock, whereas the other three walls were metal cage. Okay. But at the very bottom, instead of rock where it is open to you, there is a blast door. There's a what? A blast door. Okay. So it's like round on the top. And there's, uh, there's a big, like, circular window, all fogged up and, and old and, and musty. And then there's a big wheel. And then there's a large arm that is latched, locking this door shut. Okay, I want to try to unlatch it and uh, use the wheel for whatever it does. <laughs> yeah, so you <laughs> unlatch this big, uh, this big metal locking mechanism, essentially. And then you... As the wheel, it's it's like it's been a while since this cold metal wheel. I spit has on been it turned. a little bit. Yeah, and it gets it. Oh, and it gets it going. I uh, <laughs> I like that. And so you um you open up this door, and it opens, and you feel the room almost like pressurize as it's just been so long. Yeah, you got. I pop my ears. Kinda, it's like I'm on an airplane in the earth. And it opens up into the, <laughs> the bottom of the earth, and it opens like up like one into of the this in that astronaut movie where they drill. Which one? Well, I forget what that one was called. <laughs> Armageddon. I don't remember. Definitely Armageddon. So I go in behind this heavy metal blast door. 
is a cavernous laboratory. It smells musty, earthy, with a tinge of mold, and the air is thick and humid. The floor is poorly laid concrete, rough and uneven, and concrete covers about six feet up the walls before the rock of the cave structure takes over to form ten more feet of wall that slowly becomes a cathedral ceiling, complete with stalactites dripping fruitlessly on the concrete floor below. Lining the right side of the room are these massive copper vats with all sorts of gauges and tubing on them. The left side is an absolute mess of tables and shelves with papers and folders strewn about haphazardly over this workstation in total disarray. And finally, on the far side of this subterranean chamber, there is another metal blast door. The lever and wheel to open this thick threshold are on your side, and again, there is a round window looking into whatever is on the other side. I want to um, go over to the tables and kind of like look at the papers and see uh, what, what they're all about. You find blueprints for a gun, a radio, a helmet, and a camera. Hell yeah. These things are clearly made with this math. There's math all over these pages, and it, it, looking at it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to you, but you didn't go to school for mathematics, so I'm assuming you don't have a math skill on your character sheet? No. Go ahead and roll intelligence for me. It's my lowest. Imagine that. 42 on a 50. Okay, so you know just by looking at these that certain equations don't quote-unquote add up something about this math is incorrect to you right but it seems to be working on the page he's making or she whatever is making these blueprints based on this science however there's a whole other set of papers that seem to be devoted it's like this one notebook it's trying to come up with some sort of word combination that will grant eternal life is what it says however there are notes on each page of each time this has been used and the complications and the complications are brutal the first is like thinning of skin and the second one says removal of nails and the third one is like hair has begun falling out and the final one says humanity seems to be gone (laughs) fuck (laughs) you find this giant folder it's working on something called manipulating activator robot a and it is a picture of a one inch in diameter circular ball and there are 24 of them in each one a b c they're all crossed out all of them until the final page the 25th one that says manipulating activator colon robot y code name mary mary <gasps> mary and mary Col. I wonder if it's Mary Cole. And she is she a robot? Was is there anything else written on the piece of paper at the bottom? It says "host found." Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Did you die in other world, Luke? I'm in in the basement of Beans Pond. <laughs> I'm still alive as far as I know. You still in a hole? I'm in a hole. I'm deep in a hole. Uh, that's boring. Oh, what I did is not boring. <laughs> no, it didn't look like it. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. You guys hear another door inside of wherever Keith Figna has disappeared to. Another door inside. You kind of hear it go and then there's just silence 
Carrie Pages begins walking cautiously uh, down the the muddy hillside. Bubblegum tree, <laughs> bubblegum tree, but bu- and pointing at her own body and saying, "I, Drew, I don't even, Drew, Drew we know, to- we know, Drew, we know it's you. We've been calling you Drew Carey. Am I now? Can I just be Drew then, please? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of funny when you talk. <laughs> <laughs> do you know?" Do you know where my body is? Last we left it, it was in the sewer. What? <laughs> what? It's in a safe place. Okay. Not just in the sewer waters. No, no, no. Not just like floating down there. It's in... Okay. It's Harry and Gary are with it, actually. Yeah. Well, that's much better than what I thought when you said my body is in the sewers. <laughs> I, I it's didn't, so I didn't good to, to scare you. you guys. Did you get eyes on that shooter? Did you see where that shot came from? And you all look over. You see there's a slight opening like a walkway in this floating moat, this water, and walking right through it is... (laughs) (laughs) You bastard. He's got to roll a character. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, let me just find a Patreon character real quick, and then we'll... (laughs) It's a woman wearing an emerald green smoking jacket with a black silk bow tie, and she is smiling a cold, vacant smile behind asymmetrical bangs covering one of her eyes. And you recognize her immediately as Karen. And love. Two different people. You recognize her immediately <laughs> two different people. Oh, is Karen not the smile lady? No, 100%. You oh, got it okay. right. Gotcha. <laughs> And she is holding this like badass looking rifle. Got a super long barrel on it, but it clearly she's like folding the stock up into the gun to where it literally becomes just like a handheld thing, but it's still got this long barrel on it that she then turns and then makes that shorter as well and turns it back into just like a handgun. She holsters it on her side and holds up both of her hands. I am just as confused (laughs) as the both of you. Clark pulls his gun on her. No, that is understandable, I'm sure. But, you know, it's been a while. So uh, I think now that we're both uh, Circle of Knowledge members, maybe we can let bygones be bygones. Bygones be bygones. It's (laughs) It's my parents, and you killed my fucking parents. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. It's my bad. It's my bad. It's my bad. But it was my job. I was looking for the book, you know. Jim sent me to look for the book. It's not my issue. I was given, you know, orders. Clark is going to kind of approach her with the gun. She's pointing at Kevin. Kevin, you know what I'm talking about. Also, what the fuck? It's good to see you. (laughs) It's been so long. What the Where have you been? Some aliens took me. Remind me uh, where we were the last... Remind me what happened the last time. That kind of fuzzed my memory. What was the last time I saw you? Shit. Let's see. Clark, could you put that down for... I mean, just like aim it not at me, I guess, for now. Although I've heard you've got the hell of a trigger finger. Anyway, don't aim it at me, please. I don't think I will. And I keep it pointed at her. Also fair. Oh, shit, Kevin. Did you, like, lose your memory or some shit? Yeah, that's what oh, happened. That is such a bummer. Because of the aliens. Oh, what'd they look like? Classic little gray men. Oh. All those kooks were right. <laughs> I've never seen those. I've seen the tall ones, the lanky fellas. Mine were little. Huh. Okay, so I guess last time we were going through with that whole deal to fuck over Marvin Glass, right? And then you just disappeared, you and Kyle. I never saw you again. How are we going to fuck over Marvin Glass? Well, we stole all of his cocaine and all that weapon shipment. You remember that? We were going to sell it, but then after you guys got caught, I just dipped out. I got the fuck out of there. Sure, sure. And did you leave it in our green box? Yeah. Good thinking. Good thinking, Karen. Good job. Good work. Yeah, along with all the other shit. I mean, wait, did you end up getting the rest of the vectors? Because I couldn't find any ever, and then I ended up just going a whole other direction. Jim recruited me to this thing that Clark and I are now in, Circle of Knowledge. Kevin, Clark, have you told Kevin about Circle of Knowledge? I've mentioned it. We call it cock. (laughs) (laughs) I've never thought about that. I love cock. (laughs) 
<laughs> Honestly, the stuff we're doing there is great. Like, KSL was one thing, but like, this shit is legitimately staving off the end of the world. Swear to God. You, you mentioned Kyle. Who, who, who was Kyle? Kevin, do you, do you want to take this? Do you know what happened to Kyle? Tell him, Karen. Wait, hold on. I, but you guys disappeared the same day. You guys were out. What were you doing? You were running to Apple's Beans to go get coffee? Apple's Beans. I did enjoy Apple's Beans. I've got to tell you, Karen, <laughs> since the abduction, it's just a blur. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, shit. Who's this one? And she points at Drew. That's a city councilwoman. She doesn't know about any of this. Oh, well, then we should probably fucking kill her. No, no, hey, no. No, I no, mean, no offense. No, sorry. No, 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 you, no. you just shouldn't have this information and continue to live. But then again, I guess this whole town's going to have to die. She doesn't know what we're talking about. None of this town has to die. Look around you. And you all see that you're still in this, you know, the pond's not in the pond, but it is, you know, around you in a big wall. What's your point? Well, it's just that, you know, it's kind of our job to make sure that normal people, no offense, don't have this kind of knowledge. All right. Listen, Karen, (laughs) I didn't know if I could trust you, but... She's a familiar. She's a what? A friendly. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like a witch's cat. Yeah, I said the wrong thing first, didn't I? You saved her. Why, why'd you? Why'd you? Why'd you save the councilwoman here? Oh, I was listening in on this whole situation, and it seemed like you guys were on her side, and so I figured I'd take out the um, fucking hillbilly. That was a good read. We are on, are on her side. She's one of our good friends. And she is a friendly. And why is this cat an actual seeming familiar pointing with its paws so intelligently? <laughs> that is a, an FBI agent that, you know what? If we'd done things your way, Karen, we should have just killed him right away. But instead, we needed his body to have the... All right. See, first, this guy named Doug got... He got put in the body of that cat, right? Sure. I'm I'm following. His mind was in there. His mind was in that cat. And we we liked Doug. Doug was working with us, and there was this FBI agent that we didn't like. He was not working with us. So we, you know, we did a little mind switcheroo, and we put Doug cat into FBI agent's body, and now the FBI agent is in the, his mind is in the body of the cat, and he really wants out, and he hates us. Wait, is that... The FBI agent that was sent to deal with you guys? Clark, you were sent to take care of him, right? Yeah, that's how we did it. Oh, yeah. No, he's not FBI. I mean, he, you know, he's kind of FBI, but he's mostly working for the asylum. It's the good asylum? that he's actually in a cat body. That's perfect. Well, what's the asylum? Well, that's the... <sighs> okay, Kevin, you remember we were working K-cell stuff, eliminating the vectors after that whole debacle in the woods and we were getting close to finishing when we fast and furious that semi to steal Marvin Glass's shipment. Well, right around that time, you and Kyle disappeared and Jim told me the asylum was shifting into a more bureaucratic machine, focusing more on obtaining technology rather than thwarting world-ending vectors. So that's when he brought me into the circle of knowledge. Do you know how long he'd been with the circle? Jim? Yeah. Fuck. As long as we've known him. But yeah, no, uh, this this little cat here was sent to actually collect any sort of unnatural technology. So likely looking for the book like we all were. Uh, but then certainly that black bag and the camera oh. and what was it? The radio. How do you know all this? Well, I mean, Clark told Leon about all that stuff. McKinley and Harrison, are they the asylum also? <laughs> McKinley and Harrison. I get it. That's cute. You know, they, they kind of helped us in the end. Oh, yeah. No, they're extremely helpful. I'm. It's just everybody's, you know, kind of doing the same thing in different ways. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> could, that could be like, yeah, <laughs> the final line of the podcast. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Keith gets really excited and like tons of thoughts are running through his head, but he doesn't really know what to do with the information yet. I'm like, I really wish that those guys could get down here, but also, and then I pick up the sheet of paper that has like the eternal life thing. And I look at it and I'm, I like touch 
my bullet hole in my hip, mm-hmm. and then I look down at my ribs, and I've got blood all over my hand. Mm-hmm. And I look at it, and I say, "I hope my penis doesn't fall off." And then I say the words. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> yes. Oh fuck yeah! Okay, the last ones. Uh, what do you mean? There were multiple. There were whatever trial the and error. I'll do the one that I'll say the one that you lose your nails. It's Alhaya Ubdi. Okay, Alhaya Ubdi. Does anything happen? And nothing happens. Alhaya Ubdi. Alhaya Ubdi. Alhaya Ubdi. Alhaya Ubdi. Your bones begin to vibrate underneath your muscles and tendons. Your skeleton is shivering. And every single one of your fingernails and toenails feel like they are being pulled up from the tips. But instead of lifting from your nail beds, the pain buzzes and the buzzing grows. And then... What the fuck? Your nails begin snapping off like popcorn popping. And when the last kernel of a nail has dissected itself from your being, you hear a foreboding thud as something slams into the other side of the blast door on the far end of this underground lab. Oh. 